0: Yep, me again. This podcast will contain more than just the F word, football. It'll also contain the C word too. That's right, conversation.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Project Conversation, the podcast that keeps people talking. Now, joining me on the podcast today is my uni friend and PR assistant, Ellie Chivers. Ellie, thanks for coming on the show today. That was really weird for me to say that because obviously I've known you through uni and I've never really called you Ellie. I just call you Chiv, which is your nickname. So hi hi, Chiv. That sounds a lot better. How are you doing, Chiv? Good. Yeah, that
0: sounds a lot more natural. I feel I feel more relaxed you calling me Chiv.
1: Bit too formal, that wasn't it? Ellie Chiv. Bit too formal. Yeah. Not Chiv- me back a bit there. I know this is a really weird question. I really shouldn't start the podcast this, but if you go on to have children in the future, you have to call one of them Chiv. You have to call them Chiv Chivers because it just I mean, has to be done.
0: Yeah. Maybe like a middle spot. Maybe not the first name. No, no, no. Maybe I'm feeling, like the middle.
1: I'm, I'm feeling like Neville Neville sort of effect. I'm feeling all out Chiv Chivers. Great, great stage name. Great stage name. They'll
0: go on to great things, I
1: think. Go on to great things. Um, we're recording this podcast, so I normally would say yeah. happy Monday, even though Monday is a quite miserable day, even though you're on the podcast. Happy International Women's Day.
0: Happy International Women's
1: Day. Woo! Go women. go! Oh, well, yes, go women. That's exactly what I was going to say. So, yeah, happy International Women's Day. So it's the day where, you know, women rule the world, um, even though they rule the world 364 other days of the year. But, yeah, just thought I'd say... Happy International Women's Day, and thanks for coming on the pod on Women's Thank Day. You Didn't plan me. it. That's all right. Don't be silly. Um, no one else wanted to come on. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. You're more than welcome to be to be on. <laughs> um, how are you finding lockdown? I mean, I know it's just the same old question every day, but we're yeah. nearly out of sight. Schools are going back today. People are allowed to be out with one other person. So slowly okay. getting there with the old normality. So uh, yeah, how you how you been finding it?
0: Yeah I mean you know third time's a charm isn't it? We're getting there I suppose like each one has been a bit different I think. Um, the first one obviously we had the nice weather um, and it was still a bit of a novelty like a bit exciting I haven't seen this before not quite sure what's going on I'll try some workouts and try some TikTok dances and recipes and then second time round My brother was still at school, my mum was still working at school, so um, my dad has been working from home throughout this whole thing, and I found my own job sort of at the very, just before the second lockdown, I think, so that was a bit of a different experience, and finding a job in a lockdown has been odd as well, Um, and then a third time round, you know, I'm just a bit bored of it, Um, but you know, still got to stick it out, got to stick to the rules, um... And you know, hopefully brighter days ahead. excited to see you in person soon. that'll be nice, won't it?
1: I mean yeah, it would be it'd be, it'd be strange because like you know I haven't actually seen anyone for a, for a good while although it's what I find weird is that I have a job and I can see those people in the office um, yeah. which is great and it's nice because I have social interaction outside, but at the same time, I haven't really been able to see friends and people you know outside um, so it's a bit weird, yeah. but I'm looking forward to it as well. Um So does yeah. that does that mean then you've not found any more TikTok dances to keep you occupied between now and June? Have you? If I you mean,
0: just... I just sort of run out of energy. I spent so much time on my TikTok dances mm. in the first, you know, lockdown, and now I just feel like I've made it onto some weird side of TikTok. I'm not gonna lie. Like, are you
1: learned um, some secret sensation. Are you? Are you oh, living a little I bit? Of a, well, are you living a bit of a lie? No one actually knows. I've called you PR assistant by now. I'm thinking I might have, I might have changed that and just go. TikTok, TikTok extraordinaire, yeah, chief chivers.
0: I mean, I feel like that's more more accurate at this point. If being an extraordinaire counts when you're just sat in bed for three hours plus scrolling, but yeah, I mean, wedding dress TikTok—that's a favorite of mine at the moment. Oh, congratulations! Single, thank you. Single yeah. at twenty-one, no plans to get married, but you know, <laughs> I'm loving it. Um, and but you know. People get married at twenty-one if they found the right person. Go for it, personally. I'm married to my bed, and then book talk. Book talk's fun. Have you have you ventured onto book talk yet? Book talk. Yeah.
1: Never heard of it. Never heard of it. To be honest, I've only really just started watching the TikToks, let alone book talk.
0: Well, how oh, have you made it that, this long?
1: Well, I don't really know because you know I was on Instagram and it comes up now on my Instagram on my reels, so I just watch the casual yeah. funny ones that pop up. But I don't really have, I don't still have TikTok, let alone BookTok. I mean,
0: BookTok is when it's like a lot of people are like, discussing their favourite books and rating them, and it's just really relaxing to watch. To be honest, see, and I've set myself a target this year to read fifteen books, and that's that's keeping me going.
1: Fifteen books. Yeah. I mean, I'm not exaggerating when I say I've read, I think I've read about 15 pages of a book in the <laughs> last three years. You know that from uni. Have you read the book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done the, the extended reading. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I haven't read So that's, 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 um, let me know how you get on with that. I mean, I'm interested. Thank you. Um, I've
0: read about four so far, I think. So we're getting there.
1: Oh, books. That's impressive. I can't do this. I mean, fair play to people that read. I mean, I just only have the attention span i've read one book and it's on my shelf there no one can see it and surprise surprise Arsenal vegas autobiography Arsenal football club that's the only book i'm reading that
0: was going to be my first guess
1: i mean it's the only book i mean so yeah but um we'll talk um more about books lockdown because i think that's where the podcast is going Mm -hmm. but let's let's have a little bit of fun first it's time to play
0: who what where
1: that's right. It's time to play Who, What, Where. Chief, so no pressure, I'm going to ask you some random questions that pop into my mind. All you got to do is give me the answers. There's no right or wrong. So let's play a quick game of Who, What, Where. Oh, okay. Question it. one. You're at a dinner party. Well, you're hosting a dinner party. Sorry, you're not at a dinner party. Because mm-hmm. you're hosting... Imagine would... those
0: days. Hosting oh, well.
1: I know. An invite would be nice. You're hosting a dinner party and you can ask two celebrities, past or present, to come mm-hmm. round. Who do you choose?
0: Oh, goodness me. Um, who do I choose? I don't know. You know, one of, one of them.
1: i just asked you that <laughs> this question.
0: Is a... Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. This is a bit of a curveball, but no. one of them would be James A. Castor.
1: Oh, know no, know? that's a good one. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know if you've heard the Off Many podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an excellent podcast and really funny. And um, it's about food. So I think he would be good to have some entertainment there as well as some good discussions about food. Nice. So he would definitely be one of them. And then the second one would be, let's go with, I can't even think of anybody that's famous.
1: You can't think of anyone that's famous? <laughs> My mind's I mean- blank. There's quite a few celebrities. It doesn't have to be yeah. the one that, you know, I mean, I don't want you to be sitting here at eight o'clock in the evening and go, oh, that was a good one. Actually, it, it should just come. It should just pop up. I
0: will you. probably message you this evening and say, I want to change my answer. Can we record? <laughs> but um, <laughs> let's go with uh, Stevie Nicks. X.
1: 17.
0: Well done.
1: Oh, I know my music. Don't worry. I know my music. Yeah. So impressed! Thank you, thank you very much. Great song, School of Rock gave me that. But then I did look at Stevie (laughs) Nicks after that. Yeah, great artist. Yeah,
0: she's incredible. Uh, As we're on International Women's Day, uh, a woman that constantly inspires me, and I just think she's really cool and has lots of great stories to tell. So she would be a good one to have a dinner party.
1: Singing, singing. Mm -hmm. yeah, like that. Great. Okay, question two. You're in the cinema and you're watching the life of Eddie Chivers being played up to now. Who are you choosing to play you? Could be anyone.
0: Good question.
1: Thank you very much.
0: I know that she's rumoured to have recently quit acting, but if she was going to come back for um, one role, Emma Watson, nice. I would like to play me in my favourite films, obviously the Harry Potter films. But B, um, I just i uh, love everything she stands for and i hope that she would be able to channel that core energy into playing me
1: love how you go with two women on international women's day loving this great answers great answers thank you you mentioned harry potter that might be your guest expertise, but we'll we'll see if people are listening and we'll keep them in suspense uh, for the yeah. for the meantime okay now this question it's obviously your answer but there's a couple of answers that spring to mind. What is your most embarrassing moment?
0: <laughs> oh, <Luke.
1: laughs>
0: actually, it wasn't one that I've experienced with you, but you oh, can wow. bring them up later. I don't <laughs> mind. I don't know if I've actually ever told you this story before about when I went to Bella Italia, I think it was, with my friend Georgia, and there was this waiter. And he's been really friendly, really lovely. And um, we'd already got like chatting beforehand. And we were just sort of talking about our orders and stuff like that. And um, I ordered a gin and tonic. And like, we just sort of had a little bit of a chat after that. And he goes, oh, um, by the way, single. And I was like, yeah, I am. (laughs) And he goes, wait, no, single or double for the drink and I was mortified, and um, we like to bring that up when we have guests and company.
1: That's impressive. That is that's proper embarrassing. Um, fair play. Yeah. That's a good story. Not obviously what I was thinking. I was thinking more What were you,
0: well, you thinking, Luke? What would you like to pick from my repertoire? <laughs>
1: well, there's, there's three that spring to mind. Um, <laughs> uh, three that really do. I wouldn't say it's embarrassing. I think it was quite funny. One of them was obviously, well, I say obviously, but people don't know. Um, we were walking in the road and I said a joke and I can't actually remember what the joke I said, but it made you laugh so much that you actually walked straight into a wheelie bin. I did
0: do and, that, yeah. And then you fell over. <laughs> Where which, I belong.
1: I mean, that was quite funny, to be fair. Impressive um, <laughs> for you, but funny for me. The other one I think was quite funny was, well, I didn't actually see this, but I just remember being, we're all in Newsday in uni and then someone tried to get up. I mean, just get up from their chair and in it doing so, chair.
0: I'll, I'll, wait, no, you tell a story and I'll, I'll get well, back to
1: it. I thought it was the chair or like a just the, the chair I sat on the
0: carpet, but carry on.
1: You sat on the carpet. What? And then you stood up and broke your ankle.
0: Yep. That's
1: even more impressive and slightly <laughs> more embarrassing
0: because I was sat on my foot. So my foot went, you know, when you get like pins and needles, yeah, and the foot yeah, goes yeah. Dead? I was sat on my foot and I was like, oh, I can't walk. That's funny. And then, um, so I tried to walk a little bit more and I couldn't feel my foot. And then it just went like crack underneath ankle of the ankle. Um, and twister.
1: That-, that was quite funny because you used to go to the doctor's surgery. you broke your ankle just by standing up, which is yep. quite impressive. Um, <laughs> and the last one that springs to mind was when uh, there was a few of us walking home from uni and you decided... Uh, to take a weekend away quite quickly and just decided in the middle of the street to go, nah, this isn't for me. And just fall over. It just, yeah. your legs buckled yeah. and you fell. And it was almost on a steep, we were going on the downward downward, weren't we? We were walking down right, yeah. um, the path. Um, yeah. And you just, you just went down um, weekend away down South, yes. fell over. <laughs> um, you've got a habit of doing this. It, it's, um, have you, uh, is that still part of, cause I haven't seen you in a year. So I'm just wondering if.
0: I know I mean, no. I still think it's very much part of my personality.
1: Nice.
0: I am probably, I call myself, and we have this debate. Um, I don't take it particularly seriously, but um, who is the most funny? And I think you're the most comedic, but I think funny things happen to me and I can tell the story and then people laugh.
1: Yeah, I, I, um, I, I, I say that. I think in a comedy double act, yeah, you, I think you're not, yeah. I, think, I don't think you're wrong. Um, you do the funny things, and then I just make a funny observation after what's just happened.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't bring up the fajita seasoning, to be honest. But then it would, it's only embarrassing for you because you were wrong.
1: Well, the thing is, it's not embarrassing because how, I don't really see how that's embarrassing when I was right. And it was the fact that, well, what, what, what's the embarrassing part? So basically, I tell people that listen to the story. We were in Asda, and you wanted to get some fajita seasoning. Now, the fajita seasoning mm-hmm. was ATP. And I said, why don't you just get two? you know, saves you coming back. And you went, I only need one. I said, yeah, but you just might as well just get two because it's only £1.60. And it was two and throw and in, two and throw it. And that's a lady that didn't recognise us must have thought we were having some sort of argument, domestic. And she sided with me and started laughing with me and said, you know, and she nodded at me to kind of say, you know, you're right. So I went, see, there you are. Even, you know, I didn't know her name, but even the lady said, get two. Not sure how that's embarrassing for either one. I mean, more you because you know, in ASDA shopping, humiliated, perhaps.
0: I mean, I wouldn't say it's humiliating because I didn't go back to ASDA to pick up another one, so I just saved myself sixty p, which I think is pretty thrifty. Yeah.
1: Okay, so we're still going to agree to disagree on that one, aren't we? But mm-hmm. I think
0: I think that's best.
1: I think I was right. You think you were wrong. Um, no, you think you're right. I, I, you think I was wrong. Um, anyway, moving on. Okay. Talk to me and tell me the perfect cup of tea.
0: Well, anybody that knows us, Luke, knows that we love a cup of tea.
1: Mm, that's why I'm asking you, because yeah. Well just you you explain your cup of tea first. No. Obviously.
0: Well, for a long time in my Instagram bio, my my Instagram bio was multimedia journalism student antique on a set. So you've asked the right person. So pop tea bag in, in your mug of choice. Boil the water. I usually boil Too much water, just in case, just so you get the exact right amount. And then just in case you want to go back later and then there's still some water in the kettle. Probably not the most hygienic, but the most likely situation is that I'm gonna go back and have another one later. Pour the water in, leave it for about a minute, maybe a little bit less, um, because you're so excited to have a cup of tea that you can't wait a whole minute. Press the tea bag to the side, get all the good juices out of the tea bag, not with your finger, with a spoon. Um, and then take the tea bag out. Either put it in the bin or put it on the special little tea bag dish that you have in your kitchen. It's and then right. pour your milk of choice in. I like some oat milk, um, mm. but not too much. Literally just like a drizzle. Um, basically, so it's a black tea. But
1: yeah, I like it. I it's it's a good one. I like the little tea bag because we have got a little thing now. Like that tea bag, you know, that little yeah. thing that my mum has got. That little thing where you put your tea bags in. But I don't understand it because. You put the tea bag in the used tea bag in that little compartment, but then it mm-hmm. goes from that into the bin anyway. So I kind of,
0: yeah, it's, it's just kind of like the middle stuff, man, isn't
1: it? Yeah, but yeah. It's not really needed. You could just fling it in the bin. But yeah. Um. Also, do you take sugar?
0: I don't take sugar
1: now. Do you? No, no. I like that cup of tea. So sounds like a good strong cup of tea. Not bad. Yes. Not bad at all. Okay, moving on. What and this probably ties into the podcast itself. What is the first thing you're looking to do? Well, look, looking forward to doing. Sorry, after lockdown or when the lockdown normality sort of finishes.
0: I'm looking forward to. it Sounds like the answer that probably everybody has given you, um, if you've asked this question to all your other guests. But looking forward to seeing my friends. So my um, job is in London, and I have this image of my in my head of finishing work on a Friday, and um, meeting up with friends in London you included of course and sitting in Hyde Park or by the South Bank having a drink soaking up the sun and just being happy not that I'm not happy now but it's just giving me happy vibes.
1: That is something to look forward to I think everyone can agree um you know I did the same because uh I took a picture of London Bridge when I was in work yesterday and it was nice and yeah. sunny and you just think, oh, when when you can go for a drink, sit on the Thames boat, take in the yes. sunshine, have a laugh, have a joke, don't do anything embarrassing, of course, like fall over and break your ankle. I'll probably
0: fall o- overboard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you probably would. And then someone asks you for a gin and tonic and you say, yeah, single. No, I meant the drink single. <laughs> Sorry, my mistake. <laughs> yeah, something to look forward to. And it's... Um, but then you can get that balance, can't you? you can have that working life because then you can work mm-hmm. hard. You can then, you know, play hard, go out, do the same again, have a weekend. It's all about yeah. being productive, isn't it? Which leads on to the topic of the podcast, which you wanted to talk about, which is productivity and young people. So yeah. talk me through why you wanted to talk, come on the podcast and talk about that. Because um, I know you're very kind of passionate about it, which is which is great. So yeah. Yeah. The stage is yours. So thank you.
0: When you asked me to come on the podcast and you said talk about whatever you want um I was like well Luke there's an issue there because I don't do anything um (laughs) I I sleep and I wake up and I go to work and then the cycle is repeated and so I thought when was the last time that I didn't centre everything I do around work um and that was probably like Um, lockdown after I graduated uni and which was May 2020 and we had that space where um, we weren't really doing anything except I was just rushing to find a job and obviously um, to have that money is great and um, people need it you know to live and to you know have a living but I was wanting it because I I was wanting to do something um I was bored and I wanted to have something to do and it got me thinking recently when you said you know come on the podcast talk about whatever you want talk about what you do I was like well I don't do anything other than work um I was like why did I spend all that time over summer pressuring myself and telling myself that you know I, like, my degree was, or, like, thinking that my degree was for nothing and, you know, I'm not going to get a good job except, like, and not, I was doing that when I should have been, like, going easy on myself because we were in a pandemic and, you know, job prospects weren't at their highest. Why, why wasn't I taking more time to take care of myself and to love me and appreciate me? Um, I know that sounds a bit up myself. But, you know, why wasn't I taking that time to, like, look after myself? Long story short, the thing that I was thinking of most is why do we put so much value on productivity? And why do we sort of base ourselves and our self-worth on our successes? Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm delighted to have a job and I really enjoy it. And I think it's great. And the people that I work with are so lovely and so supportive. And... Um, and my parents my family my friends they've all been so supportive and this is like my only only my internal monologue thinking well if I don't do this somehow I've done something wrong kind of thing
1: um yeah I think I completely agree with everything you said and more um because obviously we're both on the same course yeah both probably felt the same going into it you know because for people that are not listening or for people who are listening sorry we we finished uni on a random Tuesday in March and then our yeah. um, our major project got pushed back eight eight weeks, I think it was, six weeks or something.
0: Yeah.
1: It was a while. And then you're in that sort of catch-22 because you think, well, I was nearly, well, nearly there, but then you think, oh, hold on a minute, I've got six weeks and you haven't got much else to do. So mm. you try and you know have a week off spread the. but then you're right it's always in the back of your mind it's always that cycle and it's the only thing that's you know you're thinking about and then it's the the project the project the project the work the work the work and then you're like i can't relax i can't relax and then you're thinking like you said about jobs 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 and you're thinking about finishing uni and you're thinking about oh my god and then it all piles up and then before you know it you've got four weeks left your deadlines in you're panicking you're Mm -hmm. stressing out um and you're right the time that you know it was weird because it was a kind of a break. The first lockdown, like you said, was we were all adjusting to it. So it it was tough, but it was like, well, this is weird. We're kind of like the guinea pigs because no one's been in this situation. You know, we're the 1st cohort yeah. co-op of uni students to do it. So it's very, very strange. Do you think then, because I don't know, it might be wrong, but I feel there is sometimes a perception with young people and people just being lazy. Do you think mm-hmm. that probably played a part on the way you were feeling during that time, you know, looking for jobs? you know trying to do the best in your degree and I know obviously I know you quite well and I know that how hard you work as well and you're someone that doesn't really take time to focus and relax because you're always on top of everything you're always very organized yeah. do you do you always think like that, that played a part
0: I don't know if that necessarily played a huge role I think you're you're completely correct in that you know there is some some people do perceive young people to be lazy and not entirely sure why that is, especially when we're younger and when we're at school. One of the things that's always drummed into us is what's your dream job? You need to start thinking about what your dream job is. And that's seen as the epitome of success getting your dream job you know and you're that's drummed into you from a young age to start thinking about that like I remember when I was in year nine and we were like right pick your options and pick what's going to be best for what you want to do in the future and I was like well I don't know I don't know what I want to do like I knew that I wanted to do something in writing something creative and something that put like what I was good at at the forefront um, but I wasn't 100% sure what I wanted to do and I think I think it's the fact that there is this pressure put on young people from a very young age to know what they want to do. And if they don't succeed that, somehow that that's something wrong on their part. I don't think there's anything wrong with the school system or anything like that. Trying to, I don't want to get too deep about it, but trying to encourage people to go for what they want and start thinking about that from a young age. But I also think we need to remind people that there's more to life than your dream job. There is being happy and being kind and, and finding good friends and finding good people to surround yourself with, um, finding your hobbies, finding your interests. And yes, obviously earning a living is really important. And um, like being happy within your job is gonna to contribute to that and um, contribute to your, to your welfare. But I think there is more to life than um, succeeding monetarily.
1: It's interesting to hear because, well, I was a bit like you. I think in year nine, I knew sort of where I wanted to go, but I didn't exactly know what I wanted to do. Um, Yeah. And you look back then and you think, I mean, loads of people didn't know really what they wanted to do. They had an idea of what they wanted to be. But at the same time, you're like, well, you look back now and you think, God, you really probably didn't know. And then even Mm. when it got, it's only when I got to university, I think I knew what I really wanted to do. And that was partly because I went to uni and I did four weeks and we did a radio thing. And I thought, wow, this is kind of for me, but I didn't know that then mm-hmm. I'd never even experienced a radio or anything. So yeah. it is interesting, but I, I think there might be people listening that will be saying, well, if you do have, there's there's a saying, isn't there? If you have a dream job, that, that if you have a dream job, you'll never have to work a day in your life. Yeah. And I think people may use that. I think I did because you think, Oh, I give you an example. I worked in McDonald's now, mm-hmm. Some people have different experiences at McDonald's because obviously they do employ quite a young people, you know, a few young people. And I tell you what, it was, it was a tough job, not because it was McDonald's and you know, the smear around McDonald's, it was just difficult. Like it was long hours. Communication wasn't the best, this is the way place I worked by the way, because I know people have worked in yeah. McDonald's and they've had a really good, you know, great training, like real you know, good time there. I didn't, but instead of looking at it negatively, I thought, I thought that you know what, this is giving me a really good insight into what finding a job if you don't want to do could be like. Because some people probably didn't want to be there, but it was you know their job for the rest of their lives. And you do mm. think, uh, and situations like that, I thought, well, you know, you really got to start pulling your finger out, or you've really got to start, you know, gravitating and growing to where you want to be. But then at the same time, you have to stop and think and go, do you know what? I'm still at uni. You know, it, it's okay just to say I'm just going to take it. I'm just going to relax for a bit. Um, and I still yeah. think young people are scared of doing that. And it's kind of why I've done the podcast because, you know, I've done a few podcasts now and the theme that is, there's an overriding theme of young people that have done really, really well so far, yourself included, and loads of other people that have done really, really well so far, but they're always thinking of the next step and they're, ne- <laughs> they're quite afraid to, to turn back and have a look and go, Oh, that was good. Like even the fact of getting a degree, People yes, now brush over the fact of people getting a degree. When my mum and dad speak, they're like, oh, it's so important to get a degree. It's so important to get a degree. You know, mm-hmm. if you get a degree, you know, the world's your oyster. You can do whatever you want. But yeah. we've, got, we've got a degree. And then we're like, right, we've got a degree. Now what's next? Yeah. It's quite difficult to get a degree, let alone in a global pandemic. Um, sure. It's quite difficult to own a small business on social media in a pandemic. So yeah. I completely agree with what you're saying. Productivity is so good, but at the same time, there needs to be a defined balance. So I wanted to go back and ask you about the job search itself during Mm -hmm. um, lockdown. How difficult was that for you? Did you ever come to a point where you thought, oh, geez, you know, I'm just going to take a year out, you know, just, you know, just relax, finish finish uni, and then we'll see what happens and just be quite easy on yourself.
0: I mean, that was never something that really occurred to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I would love to go travelling, I mean, there's so much more of the world to see than oh, my little village.
1: Hold on, 100%. Um,
0: Where's so, the first place
1: you'd like to go to? Uh,
0: Costa Rica.
1: No way, really? Costa Rica?
0: Yeah, I would love to go to Costa Rica.
1: That's interesting. Um, what about
0: you?
1: Well, it's funny, because you know what, right? And you know what I'm like. Try, you know, And I'm always very ambitious of in, in just really weird things. For my FMP, right, I really... Do you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to do about football, obviously, but yeah. I, wanted to, to, to do, I wanted to do something about South American players in, in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. And I said to mum, I said, Look, I'm going to go to Brazil. I'm going to go to Argentina. I'm going to go to Chile in the summer before third year. And I want to see, what you know, stupid things. I'm thinking, oh, this could work. This could work. Yeah. And then yeah. I said, oh, the uni can pay for this. Uni can pay for that. I've always wanted yeah. to go to South America. Um, I've always wanted to go to Brazil. Mm. For, for, and, it, yeah, it partly relates to football, right? It has. But... <laughs> Also, my mum did traveling when she was younger as well. And she lived in Australia, she went to Singapore, she lived in Spain as well. Yeah. So, and it's funny you've touched on traveling because I've always wanted to go traveling. But because of the pressures of finding a job, yeah. I then tried to put two and two together and I thought, well, do you know what? If I get to where I want to be, I can use traveling during my job to kill two birds with one sp- stone, so to speak.
0: Yeah. But really,
1: it should be I'm gonna relax take a year out go traveling and i'll tell you what between well not between me and you but on the podcast i've all i've actually come to i've always thought now it's too late i'm 22 yeah. years old and i feel it's too late to go traveling too late to take a year out and people like mum's like well dad will listen to me go what are you on about and i'm like well i feel like i can't waste any more time um yeah i know what you like, mean what time have you wasted so to speak so yeah, travelling is an interesting one. Um, where else would you like to go?
0: City break-wise, I would love to go to New Orleans. That is right at the top of my list. Oh. Um, I love the jazz scene. I think it, yeah, 100% I'd love to go. Like you, South America, I'd love to explore. Um, New Zealand, I would love to go to New Zealand and Australia as well. But yeah, New Zealand has always really appealed to me. Just anywhere that like looks like I can... I you know I've got into my walking um, this lockdown. You know, have around, you? I mean, around my village. Oh, <laughs> I would like so to cool. expand my horizons and walks somewhere different. <laughs> and it looks like they have some nice walks in New Zealand.
1: Only thing is, though, isn't it? It's, it's the flight. It's the, no, I don't mind flying, yeah. but it's what thirty six hours in it or something like that. I don't know if it might be less or more, something
0: but insane. I'm not entirely sure, but
1: it's yeah. it just it just feels a little bit long you know what i mean you can't really turn around eight hours in and go yeah you know what let's turn back i don't think that could work <laughs> do you know what i mean i think you have to stay on so I'd, I'd love to do it but it's the flight you're thinking that is a long old flight um Indeed. and obviously I've, i would love to say i've got to go to jamaica as well that's what i've got to go to um yeah soak up the sun order it. well i would say i wouldn't order a gin and tonic but you certainly would order a gin and tonic
0: I'm um, good at ordering gin tonics.
1: I think you are. Yeah, and um, that'd be great. Um, but it's it's kind of interesting how we have to sort of this, like the same dreams. Do you feel like you do you still feel though? Do you still feel the same as me in a way that you can't? Do you feel like it's too late?
0: I mean, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because when you think of a young person going travelling, you think of their gap year mm. before uni, or you think of them taking time out before finding a job to find to do that. And I don't necessarily think that time's run out to go and do that but I do feel like especially when I was looking last year um going back to your question about um how I found like the job finding process I just didn't feel like that was an option or I didn't even consider it as an option it didn't even like pass my mind I was like well why don't I just set this off for a bit relax you know I've just had an intense Mm. couple of months um, you know obviously I couldn't travel in the pandemic of course but like that wasn't it isn't wasn't even something that even before the pandemic hit you know my goals I, I have a little blog right oh
1: go on <laughs> um, um, sell sell the blog why not
0: I mean I haven't written on it for about six months but um when I did my blog last year I spoke about um my 2020 goals. And I did say that I wanted to travel some more, but my I think my main goal was about being settled in a job. And in my head that came more of a priority than travelling. I don't necessarily think my chances of travelling is over, maybe for the length of time. Like if I wanted to go traveling for say like a couple of months, maybe not ideal or I can't see myself doing that for at least a couple of years. I don't know i feel like when you think of a job um you think of security um financially and um just generally being settled in your life mm. um and you know it kind of scares me a bit to think oh you know i could just let go of that and then go traveling for a year I could save up that money and then go traveling that scares me that thought I don't like spontaneity I like being settled and I like um knowing that there's something that I can fall back on um so I think apart from the occasional holiday maybe um or a nice long honeymoon Maybe one day in the, in the uh, very far away future. <laughs> is that before um, the
1: travelling, sorry, or after the travelling? Is that within the next two that, years? That is
0: the travelling.
1: <laughs> that is the travelling, yeah. That
0: yeah. Um, but, you know.
1: So what, is that going to be in South America then?
0: Maybe. Yeah, you don't I mean...
1: It. it might be in your village. You it might, might be not, in my <laughs> village. You might not get around to travelling. Um,
0: <laughs> There's so much to explore. So many different back alleys and
1: roads so, so for people that don't know where, where do you live
0: i live in cambridgeshire yeah Cambridge. Um, so there's a lot
1: to do there isn't there in cambridge uh
0: not in my particular village
1: yeah i know i was being um, sarcastic <laughs> <laughs> you said you got the blog and you had the 2020 goals have yeah. them 2020 goals because you've got Let's be honest you achieved one of them um, yeah. And it looks like you haven't really given yourself the time to pat yourself on the back and go, Oh, I've achieved my 2020 goals. Have you got goals for 2021, even though obviously we are still in difficult times? And, or, or, or are you trying to take what you said and be like, Do you know what? No, I'm not going to set myself any goals. I'm not going to set myself any pressures. I'm just going to go with the flow, see what happens. And, like you said, yeah. be be happy just during during this year, really.
0: Yeah. I mean, kind of that, you know. I was thinking about it and I was like, I'm not going to set myself, like at the start of the year, I was like, I'm not going to set myself any resolutions, like 2020 was horrible and challenging enough that I don't want to set myself any more challenges, Um, you know, especially with the pandemic, you don't really know exactly what's going to happen and when, Um, as you know, um, I don't know how to drive yet um, and that's caused some issues and I would love to learn how to drive. this little bag of nerves has been putting it off for as long as possible. So I was thinking, oh, that'll be my resolution. I was like, no, because if it doesn't go to plan, it's not necessarily my fault and then I'll feel bad. So yeah, career wise, you know, it'd be great to get promoted or, but I just, I want to feel settled and I want to just keep enjoying what I'm doing and continue to build up, What I can do and build up and improve what um, I'm doing at the moment and continue to learn new skills and meet new people so I'm trying not to put too much pressure on myself to you know be the head of the company by the end of the year you know um but just take each day as it comes and just appreciate where I am and the position that I'm in like so many people um, have had it a lot tougher than I have recently yeah, and mm. I need to take a step back and realize how lucky I actually am and the you know sometimes I'll say oh like it's been a long day I've got lots of work to do and stuff like that and sometimes it is difficult and but you know and I'll say like I need to take a step back I've got so much work to do you know I need to appreciate that but I just also need to appreciate the fact that I do have a job mm. um so like it swings and roundabouts like yes it is tough and to have work and no real escape from work as such because you know pandemic not really allowing us to go out and do anything else um so it's difficult to find a balance sometimes but then also it's i need to appreciate the fact that I, I do have that and i don't need to you know push myself to you know obviously i will push myself to keep being better but i don't need to put the pressure on myself to be such a perfectionist about it if
1: you know what I mean oh yeah and I know what you're like and you are a bit of a perfectionist um I mean uh, so are you <laughs> oh well yeah I mean I know,
0: uh, do you know yeah, what's but, funny though you're the most like one of the most hard-working people I've ever met in my life um but I was thinking because I was discussing with this with my mum yesterday <laughs> on one of our walks and I was saying I wonder if Luke remembers how we first met do you remember how we first met
1: um I think I remember my the first time I met everyone yeah and it was quite funny because it was the well the, the first thing I remember was there's two actually there's two memories I remember I remember the first time I came into the first ever time we met our course mates now mm-hmm. stupidly they put the freshest ball right before the nine o'clock on the Monday so that Sunday oh, yeah. we've all come in at I've come in at half past four in the morning I'm not being big, I just came in at half past four. I had a great <laughs> night out. And I looked at the time and I had two 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 and a half hours of sleep before I yeah. get ready to, you know. Obviously, surprise, surprise, I wake up late with about an hour to go. I think, right, jump in the shower, get me tracksuit on. Got me key around me neck, got me bag over me shoulder. I look scruffy as anything. I'm thinking, right. And I kid you not, I wasn't, e- I don't even think I was late. I must've come in about 8.59 or 9.01. I wasn't even late. And you know, when you're like late, and you, you, the door closes and sham and everyone just looks at you.
0: Mm-hmm. I just
1: made, everyone made a beeline and everyone, I looked at everyone, everyone had like, you know, so were nicely dressed. And then I've come in a little bit late with a tracksuit on. And I knew straight away, everyone went there. There's the class clown sort of thing. There's the guy that's going to slack sort of thing. I knew straight away. I was like, Oh my God, what have I just walked into? The other time <laughs> I remember, um, was, I think it was maybe later that week or something. Um, I came in, we came into an afternoon class where it was like a, it wasn't even a class sort of thing, but it was like a lecture just to get to know people. And I remember all the girls, because, you know, for people that don't listen, the course was full of girls. I think it was like me, Alex, Daniel, shout out to Alex. Um, and there was three other, three other guys on the course, but the rest of the world was about 10, 11 girls. And I remember all of you just were, were sitting on a section of the table. And the table was a round table. You could have all dotted around, but you all sat as a group. And I thought, oh my god um yeah I'm never making friends on this course and I rang my mum that day and I thought I'm not sure about this I said I don't think that they're all they all know each other they're all a click I mean I'm not gonna break into this so they're the first two memories I have I don't know if they're the ones you you have that's uh, not
0: the one that I was thinking of oh god um but first like it's funny you should say about the first one um because the first memory I actually have of talking to you Jeez. was we went to it wasn't even a lecture, it was to sign on to the doctors. Um yeah, I was sat with the girls and then um you're like oh um excuse me, um do you have a pen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a pen. But for I was you. like, why haven't you showed up with a pen? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I remember that uh yeah that was but then you got to know that was a regular occurrence wasn't it for three years
0: it was uh, and it was not a uh, indication of your dedication
1: thank you um so what are you trying to say <laughs> don't judge people on first impressions because sometimes they may surprise yes. you there you go so yes. that's the moral of that story uh, but yeah, it was funny because I was going to say just before when you said um about your aims, you said you didn't want to mm-hmm. be like the head of the job and whatnot. Just explain like because you're a PR assistant, but that that can mean loads oh, of yes. different uh, loads of different things. And I, sometimes obviously when I was talking to you about coming on the podcast, god well, it must have been what half nine at night and I'm like you're so sorry I'm still working. I'm thinking <laughs> you started at like 8 this morning. Like what like so yeah, so just explain what your job is really.
0: Yes. So I'm a PR assistant um, and I yeah I started off as an intern um, back in September. I work with a number of clients basically helping get their coverage in um, newspapers, magazines, um, online and yeah help with um, the sort of conceptualizing of different PR campaigns and things like that as well as sort of the behind the scenes admin um but yeah it's it's really fun I really enjoy it and sometimes I am working a little bit past half past five um a little (laughs) a little bit but you know that's not to at least I'm enjoying it and I'm enjoying what I'm doing and you know I don't mind doing the, the little bit extra hours. I do have my dinner in between then. Um, Got to keep Tummy happy. But, <laughs> but yeah, so, no, I do really enjoy it. And everybody's so supportive and fun. And the company is, I've genuinely landed on my feet with the company. It's been um, an absolute joy to get to know them. And they are the most supportive, the most friendly, the most welcoming bunch of people. and. Um, yeah, that's what I do.
1: No, and it's great. And regardless if that was your, if it wasn't your dream job, um, the fact that you are happy and like you said, you're mm. feeling great and you're settled is probably the main thing. It's probably the thing you can take away, you know, from the job. But just to tie it all up, because, you know, it's, it's actually been such a great, it's been a funny conversation because, um, yeah, it's brought back quite a few memories as well. <laughs> mm. uh, and it's also, you know, I think it kind of made me realise just how similar a lot of young people are. But I don't think when they have the conversation, they're just not not say so afraid to admit it, but there, there might be a degree of being afraid to say, "Oh, do you know what? I don't want to do something today with that." Mm. But not have the notion of, "Oh, you're so lazy!" Like that, that's a day wasted. Like and to be yeah. honest, I'm not saying that it's just to preach because I'm trying to do it now. I'm trying to like relax a little bit more, you know, just see where the day sort of comes and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. what would you say you learn? the most about yourself at the start of the pandemic compared to now
0: that is an excellent question I think I've learned not just about myself but about people in general um is that uh you've got to love yourself before you go and love other people um I know that's a bit deep um sure, but- podcast. <laughs> but you know you've got to take care of yourself before you just jump on helping other people and like doing everything for other people um and you've got to make sure that the way that you would treat um somebody else is the way that you would treat yourself like everybody's having a tough time like my my feelings are very much valid and I can share them and I should feel comfortable being able to share them the same way that I would encourage other people to share them share those feelings and i think um that's something that you know i've I've been trying to work on putting myself first a little bit more in that whole jumble of weird (laughs) word diarrhea that just came out of my mouth (laughs) i think the most important lesson is your feelings are valid and it's cool it's okay not to be okay and accept those feelings the same way that you would and help yourself with those feelings the same way you would try and help somebody else with those feelings
1: uh, yeah i mean great way to end i I have to say it's a de- i think you're basically de- a degree of self-respect is essential yes um you know for, like just not, like you said for, not just for yourself but for other people yeah it's a it's quite good like i said a great great topic um of your choice you did well considering you didn't want to talk about and you thought oh, i don't know what to talk about but I you as soon as you started talking <laughs> you know, it will just flow. And it'd be like a conversation because this is Project yeah. Conversation. It is the podcast that keeps people talking. But before you go, Jib, I can't let you go without playing...
0: Guest expertise.
1: Yes, it's time for Guest expertise. Um, you've chosen to do your Guest expertise on Harry Potter. Now, I have absolutely no idea when it comes to Harry Potter. I went to the cinema once when I was like 10 years old and I'm pretty sure I watched... It was Goblet of Fire. I think it was Mm something like that. I mean,
0: it
1: just just wasn't for me. I mean, I'm not. I think you might know this. The book might be on BookTok. I'm not sure, but Mm -hmm. there's a. it had a red cover. The the, the, it was like yellow, yellow writing, and it had the red at the the top.
0: Got them next to me. If you want me to have
1: a look, I'll bring them Well, I know people can't see it, but yeah, bring because I'm sure there's one with like yellow writing. It's got a little bit of red on the top. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) No! Oh no! 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 Oh wait, no! I don't. What's it? No, I don't know. That doesn't look. The that's one the I'm
0: order thinking. of the phoenix.
1: No. Have you got another one that looks similar to that or not?
0: That
1: one. That's the one. That is the one. What's the
0: stone? The first one. <laughs>
1: the first day go, The. F- i don't think i I didn't read it anyway so this might be a little bit easy for you because obviously these questions are coming from a complete rookie that knows absolutely nothing when it comes to harry potter so that's what i was going for yeah so don't get these wrong otherwise yeah not exactly guess per team will it
0: really bad on me it
1: It would would. um right question one how many harry potter movies are there in total
0: eight
1: correct it's not a trick question i told you this is meant to be easy um, I mean this is gonna be very easy for you. I should have I mean, about- are
0: we including um the what ah, what they call Fantastic
1: on. Beasts? Oh I oh, I don't know about that. Oh, you've really throwing me off. Because I saw one thing on the internet that said there may be nine Harry Potter movies. If you I want mean, to know. About- if
0: we're counting Harry Potter as a gone thing, the big then franchise. There's eight.
1: Yeah. um
0: but then if we're then ca- if we're saying the wizarding world, um I sound like such an nerd. <laughs> if we're counting the Wizarding World, then there is 10. Because Fantastic Beasts are part of that franchise. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald.
1: Impressive. That's good Mm. knowledge. You're really going to get this question. So, what was the last Harry Potter book released?
0: Deathly Hallows. It's
1: quite easy, this, isn't it? And the last (laughs) question to finish off, right, true or false is dumbledore another word for bumblebee it is yeah it is
0: i do want an extra fact go on for your listeners it's called dumbledore because the author jk rowling um said that she could picture dumbledore buzzing around hogwarts like a bee
1: you are an expert (laughs) when it comes to Harry Potter that is I that's, picked the that's, right
0: topic didn't I
1: you did pick the right topic I mean that is not <laughs> that's not even three out of three that's more like six out of three because you gave me really like some extra information and all of that so you smashed it absolutely <laughs> I'm trying smashed
0: to make it. you an expert as well
1: oh god well can I just say we would start from the the actual bottom like I'm talking real bottom like i I would
0: start reading it to you now so we can help out but i feel like we might get copyrighted
1: yeah and this isn't an episode of book talk this is this is project conversation the podcast that keeps people talking we'll end it there chief chivers thanks for coming on Um, thank you so
0: much for having me it's been really fun
1: it's been a it's been a laugh it's been a it's been a great chat (laughs) i have enjoyed it um enjoy the rest of international women's day um thank you and you well thanks (laughs) i mean i will and i will see well i say see but you know you know how it is you know i'll be back next week with another person coming on to talk about what they want on their podcast because it is like i said project conversation the podcast that keeps people talking um see you next week bye